Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Uh, that's pretty slick for a guy who uh, only started playing guitar a couple of years ago and and exchanged it for for a hockey stick, one of those big hockey sticks goaltenders use. You recognize the song, you recognize the voice. The song is Daniela Denmark. The voice is uh, that of Jonathan Roy, who joins me on the Chorus Radio Network. It's pretty good. Thank you, brother. Yeah, How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing very good. I'm doing very good. My uh, my biological brother Kenny says hello. Yes, <laughs> he told me a lot about you. Yeah, yeah, it's a long story. Then you don't want to repeat it. He's either. a good man. He's been doing a lot of good work for me. He's uh, everyone at Warner and, and especially Ken. It's just uh, it's been awesome to work with with good people. And you go on the road and you have a good time and some good laughs. And uh, he actually brought me into his home with his family, and uh, they've just been really really good to me. Well, you know, family's a, is a big deal, and, and your family is, is uh, one that's very, very famous. You know, there's a province full of Habs fans. Never mind a province full. There's a country full of Habs fans who were hoping that uh, when Patrick Roy's son, Jonathan, played goal, and in Quebec Major Junior Hockey for the Ramparts, with your dad as your coach, that you would in a few years' time be playing in goal for the Bleu, Blanc, and Rouge. <laughs> so... So, um, you know what? I, I I I wished it, but my dad didn't give me the jeans, man. He kept it all for himself. <laughs> man, but he he had a lot of time. It was it was unbelievable, uh, Mr. Green, to see him play hockey when he was when he was at the top of his game. It was uh, to go to the the Forum and to go into see him also at Pepsi Center in Denver, and for him to win those Stanley Cups. It was uh, I was very very lucky to be up close and personal with all that kind of stuff. It was. Very, very special to to have witnessed all that. Well, you know, and please call me Roy, Jonathan. No, sounds uh, good. You got to do that. Um, right. But it must have been really cool growing up. I want to talk to you about you and your career, but the, your family plays such an important part in your music development. But it must have been really cool growing up as Patrick Roy's son and then being coached by him with the Quebec Ramparts and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Man, those were some beautiful years, uh, really, to, to have you know been coached by by my dad, and uh, actually, I played also with my little brother. So we were uh, the three wa the three was on the team, and it was uh, it was very very special. It's going to be a that's a memory that I'll remember for the rest of my life for sure. 
And um, yeah, it's uh, it was at the same time it was it was great and, and and tough because he was he was tough on us. He set the examples, uh, and he just wanted us to be uh, you know that we we were there on the team not because it was WA because we were we were there because of our talent and because of our our passion and dedication to the team. So um, he was uh, he was tough and he was great and he he taught us a lot of stuff. He's uh, a great coach, man. So, I mean, you had the ambition to play pro hockey, right? That had to be it when you were a kid, to, to follow in dad's skates. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely something that I loved very, very much. Um, I mean, you, you grow up in the middle of it where, I, I mean, just to give you an idea, I'm in 01, in 2001. Um, I'll always remember this. Like, the Stanley Cup was uh, sitting on the kitchen counter. And it was about midnight, and I went down, and I grabbed it. No one was there, and I brought it upstairs in my room, and I threw it under my covers, and I slept with it the rest of my the rest of the night. And so I lived these beautiful moments, and how can you not want to win that thing, yeah. you know? So it was engraved in me, but at the same time, my, um, my mom was actually really pushing me towards music. She, she loved music. She used to play piano all the time, and... Uh, before going to bed, like I, we would we would go down. I would sit under the piano and listen to my mom play, and it would just. It, I loved it. I loved the sound of music, and um, I was about eleven or twelve. Uh, it was Christmas, and my mom and dad bought me the drum set, the guitar, the piano, and I, I was I was going to have my band, and I was going to give it a try, you know. And at the same time, I uh, I was like, you know what? I I can't let my dad down. I didn't want to let my dad down. And I, so I, I stayed, stayed in hockey, but the love for music was, was there at, you know, at an early age. I just, I just was a little afraid of what my dad would think kind of thing. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm thinking it's pretty cool. I'm talking to Patrick Roy's son, who was a really good, I mean, you were a really good goaltender. You wouldn't have made it to the ramparts if you weren't. No, um, sure. I mean, I played junior hockey. It's great. Yeah, you played junior hockey. You played yeah. against Sidney Crosby. Yeah, well, he he was just coming out, but I mean, I played with some like Marc-Edouard Vlasic, who's who's you know playing for the San Jose Sharks, uh, Claude Giroux, who's you know Philly. Uh, so yeah, I've played against some amazing players, and they were you know from the year that they played against me, the next year they were playing in the NHL. So yeah, I, I played some great hockey, man, and really enjoyed it. You know, hockey brought me a lot of stuff, Roy. Uh, it just it taught me how to win. It taught me how to be disciplined. Uh, it taught me to work. And it taught me also to work as a team. I, I love, I love my band, and I love, I've always loved my teammates. So it's brought me a lot. It's hockey is a, is a is still a big part of my life, you know. Well, as I'm listening to the opening riffs of Daniela Denmark as the segment starts, and I'm thinking about, you know, I saw you uh, on TV. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But I know that you were, you were, you were a very good goaltender. You had an 8.72 save percentage, right? I don't know my stats. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I don't know, but I had a great. My last year was great. I think I had like something like fifteen wins and yeah, you got four or five playoffs. Yeah. So then I'm so I'm so I'm thinking about you as a member of the iconic Ruah family and a very good hockey player yourself, on the verges of a pro career, and then I'm hearing you play guitar and I'm hearing you with, with, with Daniela Denmark, and it's a great story. I want to, I want you to share with our listeners the story of the song in a second, but. But it, it's 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 for me it's really cool to hear the music, and and know what's behind it, know the family story, your story, know mm-hmm. what you've done and how you've developed and how you've made, and you're still a very young man. 
And you've yeah. made this transition into a really tough career. You've gone from one tough career, sports, to yeah. an extremely tough career, music. Well, well, I got to say that I've, I've, I've always, um, I think I have a good head on my shoulders, and I've always gotten the right people to surround me. And uh, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was lost. I was, you know, t- four years ago. I'm 27 now. I'm terrible at math. That's what, 23, 24. Yeah, I was I was completely lost. I didn't know where I was going with with my music career, and I needed to find somebody. And um, and I and I I got it. I got Corey Corey Hart's email, and um, and then I just I wrote him. I said to him, "Hi, Corey. Uh, this is Jonathan Waugh. I'm, I, uh, I told him who I was, what I wanted to do. I sent him three, four, five songs, and he listened and." Um, and then, uh, actually, at, at, at that time, said to me, I'm sorry, I'm not, I, I don't think I can help you, when he wrote me back. And then I actually asked my dad, I said, Dad, I know you guys met back in 86. Um, my, uh, my Aunt Alex uh, was a huge fan of Corey's, and uh, Corey was a fan of, of my dad. So uh, Corey got, uh, well, took a picture with my Aunt Alex, and my dad gave Corey a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that there was a, a, a small relationship there. So I told my dad, I said, Dad, can you just tell him to give me a chance? And my dad actually uh, reached out to him and said, look, I, uh, I want to know, if because I want my son to go back to school. My dad wanted me to go back to school. Right? He was like, get an education. Stop screwing around. Music, you know, you can't start doing music when you're, you know, 20, 20 years old. It's crazy, Joe. And I said, Dad, I, I want to do this. I'm telling you. So he, he fought for me. And uh and Corey uh, said, yes, okay, bring him to Nassau. And so uh, I went down to Nassau, and um, he picked me up, right, with this. I got, to, like, getting out of the airport, I'm, I'm thinking Corey Hart, you know, bodyguards and the whole shebang with a nice car. Old, banged-up Ford Explorer. The thing is, like, it's a real piece of shit, Roy. <laughs> and he comes out, and he looks, he looks so good. The guy looks like he's, you know, 34 years old. And he just gives me gives me this big hug, and I felt at home. I felt like I was at the right place at the right time. And then he brought me uh, to his home, and I played him. Um, I played him a song, and I, I always remember this 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 moment because it was it's where everything started. I st- I opened my mouth and started singing, and Corey got up and he started pacing around this this big room. And um, I was like, oh, man, he hates it. I'm going to leave here, and I'm not going to have a record deal, and it's just I'm going to have to go back to school. My dad was right. But I just kept going. I kept going. I gave it everything I got. And at the end of the end of the song, Corey looked at me, and he started applauding, and he said, welcome to Sienna Records. And so I've been very fortunate to, to work with amazing people, and I've always gone out and grabbed the right people to surround me. I think, I think maybe my dad has taught me that kind of skill. I don't know, but I've always gone out and grabbed my dreams one by one. You know, it's so important. This is what I say to people as well, young people who are starting out. Know what you want, then go and get it. If the door is closed, kick it open. See what's That's behind it. that door. Never be, never regret having not made a decision. If you make a decision, it's the wrong decision. That's just Damn life. Right. That's just life. Yeah. But, but make the decision. Take the chance. You've done it. I have to take a break, uh, Jonathan. We're going to come back. We'll talk some more with Jonathan Roy about his music career, which is developing really well, really well. He's uh, on tour. We'll tell you about that uh, in a couple of minutes' time. There's a great story behind Daniela Denmark, which is the song we started uh, out with 
And um, when we come back, we'll talk more with Jonathan. You'll hear one of his songs, too. Stick around. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I would rather be alone Spin my vinyl records home Than lay with some pretty girl Who doesn't dig my rap but drums and tunes Tuesday break, coffee black Wear my fun fedora hat Sunny days, 50 ways my mind, nothing can compare to this, can never miss my favorite bliss, oh no, 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 yeah, 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 you're my ace, winning hand, lucky star like Wonderland, Jonathan Roy is my guest, you like, you like reggae That's right, I, I love that song, <laughs> thank you brother. I, I really love that reggae, but you've brought it like it's like a, a mix of, of reggae and rock. 2016. Thank you. I, we, you know, we worked on the sound for four years, Corey and I, and we're really happy with with what we. And oh, I can't wait so to good. show you guys everything else. It's gonna, it's gonna be really really awesome. I want to tell everybody go to jonathanroyofficial.com. That's the website. Jonathan Official. Dot com is the website, and there's a concert tour there. And you're going to be um, in a uh, number of Ontario markets, Quebec markets in October and yeah. November. Yeah, Walk of Fame on the 25th, actually, in Toronto, cool. which is going to be awesome. And I'm uh, doing a show in London at the uh, Rum Runners uh, Music Hall on the 29th. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to these shows. I want to, like, I've been doing shows uh, more on the uh, actually West Coast and uh, in Quebec. I'm really looking forward to to coming more in Ontario. I actually live in Toronto now. I've been living here for eight eight months, and I, I man, I love the city. It's amazing. So when you step on stage to perform, yeah. how how does that compare? Because most people have done neither. Okay, most of us have done neither. We sit in the stands and we cheer or we boo, depending on where we're at. You've done both. When you step on the ice to uh, to start a playoff game in major junior A hockey, uh, or you step on stage to, uh, to do a set, to go out and perform. Is there a comparison between the two? Well, I mean, you're definitely going out to, going out to the perform and win the game. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, there's definitely, it's both are the, are, are the same. Just one is probably a little more, I can't even say it. They're both creative. You got to be yeah. creative on the ice as well. So they're, yeah, they're 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 two things. You go out there. You you you're passionate. You, you the love for the game, the love for music, and you just you give it all you got. So yeah, I think they're they're everything that I've learned from hockey. I've I've applied it to to music. I wasn't going to ask you this question. I know everybody mm-hmm. asks the question, but I I have to. And you know, I have to ask you the question. And it's a question about the fight, but I want to ask it. In a different way, I hope. Go ahead. All right. So you're always asked about Bobby Nadeau and the fight. So mm-hmm. um, that game, that moment in Jonathan Raw's life, how soon after that moment did you realize, I blew it? Was it something you realized yourself? Was it some something someone said to you? And is it gone now for you? Is it gone? 
Well, this, how can I say this? I, I was a very tough, it was a very tough time in my life. Um, I, I really struggled through, through that time, especially at 18 years old. I was, you know, being criticized and, and, and people were judging me and, um, it was, it was very tough. It was very hard on me. I, I felt like a bad person and I'm not a bad person. I did something stupid and everybody does stupid stuff, you know? And I just, I did it and I have a name that, that, you know, goes out there. And I think That's that right. to be honest with you, uh, Roy, if I was, um, called, uh, Johnny green, I think we would have never heard about the fight. Um, doesn't take any, I, what I did, was was bad and it doesn't take anything but it went out of proportion and uh um i i was not comfortable with everything it was hard i stayed at home i didn't move i i just didn't know how to how to handle people and and what they thought about me but roy it changed me for the rest of my life it made me a better person it made it made me a stronger person i learned so much about myself um and i and i i'm I'm so, you know, like, uh, it sucks that it happened, but at the same time, I'm happy that it happened because it needed to happen to wake me up. And uh, it definitely did that, did that for me. You know, and you have a message for young people, and you deliver it really, really well when you talk about that moment in your life. Because other young people have moments in their lives that they don't know what to do with and how to handle it. Yeah. And what, how am I going to deal with this? I screwed up. How am I going to deal with it? Jonathan Ross says, Here's what I did. Here's how I'm facing it. You help them. You're helping them. Thank you. I have one more question for you. What's, what's, what's the story behind Daniela Denmark? You have to share that. We have, <laughs> we have a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it was, uh, we, we had, Corey and I had written maybe 30, 40 songs. And uh, we, uh, we were very happy. We had a single set. We were like, okay, this is great. And then one night, Corey had this crazy dream of being in Denmark and me singing on this stage. And I was singing this melody of Daniela Denmark and, uh, he wakes up and, um, he, he just, his wife is freaking out. Like Corey go back to bed. Cause he's like, I, I have an idea, Julie. I have an idea. I got to write this song. I have, I just had this dream of Joe then, up there singing and, and Daniela. I literally have 10 seconds. No, okay. Well, anyways, Corey wrote this song from a dream, and it was his first ever song that came out of a dream. And, you know, it changed my life. It went top ten in Canada, and it's, it's a, I'm very lucky to have a writer like Corey Hart and a manager like Corey Hart and a man like Corey Hart behind me because it really We're lucky. has brought me to another level, man. We're lucky to have you, man. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. And oh, uh, I'd love to come by the studio and play some songs for you guys, man, oh. anytime. Love to do that. Thanks, All right, brother. Peace and love, everybody. All the best. Jonathan Waugh on The Green Show. We're back after this. 